All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to Unofficial Opinionated. This is the podcast where we talk about all kind of stuff with our unofficial opinions. I'm Christian, as usual, joined by Steve, Tim, and Nate. What's up, guys? Yo, what's up? Hey, welcome back. We had hey. a little hiatus. Yep, took some time off with holidays and family and other stuff. So mm-hmm. now we are and back. Christmas. It's January. Now we're recording at beginning of january you may hear this a little bit later or see it yeah. a little bit later but uh yeah so how how, how was the time off what, what, what you guys been been doing eating yeah, too much food i ate too right. much food that's that's what i did <laughs> no such thing <laughs> i know the feeling between thanksgiving and christmas my goodness uh, yeah here's the test i think that um if you eat to the place where you can't keep your eyes open that's a <laughs> dead giveaway <laughs> that's a dead giveaway <laughs> That's, that's that's a good meal that yeah. right well you know that kind of happens to me even if i don't eat a lot i guess they say that it happens because like i don't know the blood is rushing from your head to your stomach or something like that i don't it's know how digest. much of that is true but say that again you, that, you gotta yeah. digest the food so it's moving down the coma work on that and yeah then... yeah food co- yeah it's, exactly it's so, food I don't know, but my goodness i didn't eat that much actually Probably because I was the one that had to make it, so <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't eat that much, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys doing traveling? Yes, yes. I went to Nantes. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw the the reel um, that I posted in uh, on Instagram, but it was. Um, I went there to because I was just like because I for Christmas I had finished working. Uh, two jobs. So now I'm just working currently one job. And, and I was just like, I got to get out of this, this area that I'm in. I was like, I got to go, I got to, you know, relax my mind. So uh, Liam and I, we went to Nantes, which is a city that we moved to when we first left Switzerland. And um, it is very mild, like the weather is very mild. So it was not very cold there. It was cold, but not very cold. So um yeah, and we visited the like the Christmas markets there, and I took videos of it. It was really nice. Plus, y'all, I saw this. Um, I saw this. Uh, oh, looks like we lost Steve. <laughs> um, He'll be back. I'm still here. You're still there. Oh, okay. Um, I was. What was I saying? Um. You said it was not so cold outside one day. It was day. not so cold, but it was, uh, what, is, what was I going to say? It was, um, um, oh, no, I saw these jackets. I saw these jackets in this store called Isaac, or I don't know, Isaac, I think, maybe. Um, $300 a piece, right? Like one was oh, that's two. Cent- that's it. <laughs> but I wanted them. One is like out of like lamb's wool, and the other one was out of, I don't remember what the other one was. I posted it. I was like, anybody who wants to buy me them, feel free. <laughs> They're like <laughs> beige, white. Oh, it's it beautiful. It was gorgeous. Anyways, and so it was not. So, yeah, that's what I did. Very cool. Very cool. I did a little bit of travel. We went out to um, Seattle area for Thanksgiving. Um, thankfully, no hiccups there. I was a little bit nervous just knowing how airlines have been of late with delays and issues. So, and I was actually traveling. So that week I was actually in 
uh, northern Ohio for work. And so I had to go to Detroit and fly from there to Seattle and meet my family there and then go to my parents' place. So that could have been kind of a disastrous <laughs> situation if I was stuck in Detroit or something, you know, and they're over there. And so, uh, but it worked out. It worked out well. So we went out there. I ended up making the mac and cheese. Speaking of cooking, I don't usually cook very often, but I was assigned the mac and cheese. Um, I think it went pretty well. Um, but my brother, he bought mild cheddar instead of sharp cheddar. So it wasn't quite what I was looking for, but it worked out. They ate it. They seemed to like it. So, you know, worked out. Like, um, cause they don't have mild cheddar here. So I can't remember the difference in taste. They just have, uh, like old cheddar and like older cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it would be like. I think o- older would be sharper, I, I believe. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. Eh, okay. A little more of a bite, not quite as mellow. Yeah, because people like here, they, I feel like people need to understand, like, uh, they don't know what macaroni and cheese is here, really. I, I, you know, oh, like, man. I had to introduce Yeah. <laughs> I had to introduce them to what macaroni and cheese is. <laughs> and pumpkin pie. They didn't know what pumpkin pie was. Seriously? Did I tell you that? They didn't know what pumpkin pie was. Like, I was... Literally, I was like, um, they have pumpkins here, but every time I told them pumpkin pie, they were like, oh, is it, um, is it savory? I was like, what? No, sweet. <laughs> Wait, you, so you're saying that all the Americans have been, that have been there and they have no idea what pumpkin pie is? They had no idea what pumpkin pie was. I went, we went to this, um, to this bakery just the other day. And she had made this soup out of pumpkin and some other thing that looked like pumpkin plus another or something. And I was like, hey, have you ever tried making uh, pumpkin pie? And she was like, oh, is it savory? And I was like, no, it's sweet. And she was like, oh, wait, yeah. Uh, She had gone to America and one of her friends had made it for her or something like that. She was like, yeah, what do you put in it? And I told her and she was like, yeah, I'm going to try that or whatever. So like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Especially that. where where I'm living, like I'm in Normandy, you know, where the D-Day beaches are and stuff like that. Like, you, we get a lot of Americans here, so I don't know. I, don't I know. mean, I know quite a few people that really do not even like pumpkin pie Americans. They're like, it's always sweet potato. So it could just, you know, maybe in our circles, it's a little more popular than the broad, you know, I mean, American culture. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, but to to, you know, to like say I don't like pumpkin pie. But then just to never have heard of it, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm here in the states, and that sounds absurd to me. Like everybody's gonna, to me, everybody's gonna be like, either I like it or I don't. But I've never heard. I don't know what it is. So, I mean, if you think about it, it is an some of an odd thing, right? Like like stepping back, like thinking about like why, why are we taking these pumpkins? You know, it's basically a squash, mm-hmm. and we're gonna make it into a pie. Yeah. That's sweet. I, I think fruit it's fry. It's considered fruit. Pumpkin is a pumpkin a fruit? Well, I pumpkin it was a is vegetable. I think it has seeds. It has. Yeah, I think oh, it's yeah, considered right. a fruit. Yeah, I think it would be technical, right? It's but, a fruit okay. pie. Squash. Now, sweet potato. Now, that would be the odd one out because I've <laughs> yeah. never had a potato pie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like like a but sweet potato pie is, kind of is a potato sweet. Pie. Like, say that again. Uh, a shepherd's pie is kind of a potato pie with other stuff in it, but you know. Yeah, I guess I don't know what a shepherd's pie is. I guess that's why I was like, I think you were for it. Another example. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, or a pumpkin. All right. What do you call that? What do you, I hate these pies too? What do they call pot pies? Oh, that has potato in it. 
but it's not sweet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, all Anyways, the foods we when hate. When I was little, I used to call those yeah. breaded food. I never called them a pie because breaded food no you did not yes i Tim. did that's a lie i'm not lying <laughs> i call it breaded food you did not call it breaded food I did, there's no way i did you not said like that. pot pies because there was nothing in oh. the sweet joined right right thank you like that pie. is a misnomer yeah. right there's nothing in there sweet <laughs> it is not yeah. a pie and the worst part food. about it is that when you make that it like <clears throat> excuse me it is it is like 20 times hotter on the inside of that, that pie is quite dangerous <laughs> It is very dangerous. Than the outside, like it's absolutely ridiculous. I can't deal. Always, because pie is about crust, not about savory or sweet. So get over yourselves. It's true. No, no, you're wrong. If someone says, "Hey, you want some pie," and you're like, "You getting taste? You getting you're getting your taste buds getting ready for some kind of pie." And they brought out a pot, uh, you know, no, you're not going to, you're going to be like, that's not exactly what I expected. No. Look, we can, I can debate all day. We can get into bread, <laughs> sweet and savory, but you know what? I'm going to cut it short because I yep. know myself. We'll be here for three more hours yep. right, debating whether pot, bread pot. should be sweet or savory. Is banana bread a bread or is it a cake? But I won't go there. Biscuits versus breads versus scones. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Anyway. All right, so I guess we did some travel. We did some eating. Anything else, you guys? Get into that was interesting over the over the break, over the the time off that we had. Uh, eating and traveling—that's about it. I went to Portland. Yeah, where did you go? I went to Portland. <laughs> Have you called oh, that traveling? Okay. <laughs> no, Nate was so no, surprised. No. He's like, "No, where'd you go? <laughs> you went somewhere?" <laughs> nah, no, nah. going to Portland. <laughs> Go to Portland. No, man, people you do know, that. You, no, you we two did. hours down the street, right? <laughs> I guess going from one state to another state, not traveling. Hey, I mean, it's it, it is technically travel. That's true. It's, it's true. Like you are going to another state. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah, you guys are cruel. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my <clears throat> excuse me, my dad went down to Portland too. He was like, "I'm taking this is my." vacation and i was like that ain't a vacation i was like you got family in portland like <laughs> hey. i'm gonna tell you when I, when I first finished college and i had like my first weekend like i went and went somewhere you know i went to portland for like a long weekend that was like what i did I was like oh i'm free i'm out of college i'm working got my own money let me go get a hotel room in portland for the weekend and hang out and see the rose garden so well, you know. i have never been portland to portland I've never been. I mean, Portland is as boring as like the Northwest is is boring. So, you know, right? Just saying. We'll stop the conversation there. If 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 you think think Portland is boring, I got news for you. (laughs) Portland has like that biggest um, mall. Is that what it is, or something like that? I know that there's a huge bookstore my dad always goes to, Powell's. And okay, I don't know about there. that. <laughs> All right. Well, any new shows you guys are watching? Any any games you guys are playing? Any books you guys are reading that's new? Yeah. Um, the what? Um, my yep. goodness. Yep. That one right there. <laughs> Legit. I like it. I like it. 
<laughs> nah, because I started my uh, reaction videos. Oh my goodness! Let me tell you about the story. Uh, okay, let me tell you. So the reaction video. So I made one reaction video just to see how it would work. Right? I edited it, everything, whatever. Submitted it to YouTube. So YouTube has this thing where they submit it to because if it has like copyrighted um, stuff, like they submit it to you know the owners and they ask them if they want to um, dispute it, right? Uh, so it's a, it was a Netflix show called, uh, well, the English pronunciation is elite, <laughs> but it's a, a Spanish, it is a Spanish uh, production. So I think it's probably elite or something to that effect. Um, and um, it has LGBT content in it, which is the reason why I recorded it and, uh, or did the reaction to it. Um, and it took... 30 days for them, almost 30 days for them to like, what I really think they did was just, they're just like, because they've had so many people do reactions to this or whatever, they just let it go. Cause it's not like on the top of their priorities or something like that. You know, reactions, you're cutting the video up and then doing reactions to it. So it's not, you're not going to see that. Like the video, the move, the show is 60 minutes long and my reaction video is like 10 minutes long. Right. So. Right. It's not the same thing, but, um, I think they just, they, they just let it go that long just because they're like, ah, this is just a reality. Like it's, it's, I feel like that's how it, I don't know if that's the case, but I feel like that's like, it wasn't their high priority, you know? So anyways, I put the, I put it out there finally, if y'all want to go, uh, check it out. I thought it was pretty cool, but I feel like there's, I feel like I was a little maybe um, dry maybe. So I'm gonna try to spice that up a little bit spicy (laughs) and i also wanted to do because i got an ice cream maker for um my birthday yes for my birthday um electric ice cream maker because i've been telling people i want that i've been telling liam i wanted that for three years i was like i want an electric (laughs) ice cream not not one of those that you like freeze the the you know that you freeze the the bowl and then you put no i didn't want that i was right. like i want it to freeze while i'm like while it's mixing you know oh, so uh cream. he finally got me one say again lazy cream man i got that yeah <laughs> no because like when the ones that you so i and haven't had is going to buy ice cream that's <laughs> <laughs> lazy trying to make it. Yeah, right <laughs> no right. but like i had to um <clears throat> excuse me like if you're if you cook the mix before the heat the mix before you pour it into this bowl um and uh sometimes it'll melt the ice that's in the bowl right so it doesn't actually turn into ice cream i've had that problem before so i was just like no nah, i want an electric one that is going to sense you know the heat and then compensate with the with the cold so that's what it does. It, it freezes it instantly. So I got it for my birthday finally. So I made um, caramel. I tried to make salted caramel ice cream. Oh, it tastes wow. like it tastes more like like salted toffee. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, a, a, not too bad. Yeah, I must say it's, <clears throat> it's all of the try there. It could, could have been worse. Right. It could, yeah, it could have like, been worse. Right? Salt. <laughs> what did he make? It tastes so, like salt. So, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I, I, yeah, I didn't do that. So I didn't do that well. So 
but I wanted to record videos on me doing that with the showing the recipe that I use. So I think I might do that. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. How about Steve? You, you and Tim, you guys get any, get any fun uh, Christmas gifts? You guys do Christmas gifts or you guys too old for that? Oh, yeah. Did you all do Christmas gifts? No. Tim's no, like, guess. I'm too mature. <laughs> it's not about maturity. I think it's just you, you give gifts to the point where you can't. There's nothing a person wants anymore. Or the, the, you, give, mm. you give gift cards. That's what you give or give cash. Did you get cash? Don't, don't, don't exchange things, Steve. Uh, no, no. He's okay. Nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> do you plan on, do you plan trips for the, the holidays? If uh, I may ask. So I, I, we did visit um, the in-laws and okay. uh, I mean, it's just like Tim is not really going far. So oh. that's not travel, but um, but yeah, it's uh I didn't, oh, I didn't really do anything. The, the point is to rest. So I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> this is true. Like yeah. you seem to be everywhere, Steve. So like you do need some rest. <laughs> oh, you no. seem to be just doing stuff, like getting it. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't get as much rest as I normally get. I was telling someone that usually what I do is um, I leave work on Christmas Eve and I come back like after New Year's. I've been doing that like probably. I don't know, the past 10, 15 years or so, it feels like. Yeah. And this year, I didn't have enough PTO because I switched jobs midway through the year. Yeah. Um, so I had to work during that week. And it was Aww. just so weird and sad. It is sad. Um, <laughs> because yeah. normally what I do is, like, and I'll be home for a while. So I may spend time with the family for, like, a couple of days straight just, like, hanging with them. Then I have, like, a day where I'm just, like, I come up here and I'm locked in my room and I'm playing games or watching whatever I want to watch or just, you know, just just being by myself for like a long extended period of time. Yeah. And then, I, and then I'm kind of starting to get it ramped up, ready back for work, but not having those days, it felt a little, a little bereft, but we'll get over it. We'll get yeah. past it. <laughs> next, we'll, next year will be better. Next year, I'm, uh, I'm going <laughs> to save up those days. So yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. All right. Well, it's you guys had, had a, at least a restful, fun time with some travel, some almost travel. Some uh, <laughs> things we'll call travel. Partial travel. Attempted travel. Right. Right. <clears throat> so do, do you guys have any, I don't know, I don't forget, do you guys do resolutions or you guys have any kind of plans or goals or like themes for the coming year? Do we have anything uh, to fail on? No. <laughs> I, yes, I Tim. <laughs> All normal people do this. Right? You can only fail if you try. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't set myself up for failure. I, I have things that I already know I'm going toward, but it's not like a, a resolution. I don't, I never, I never agree with New Year's resolutions. It's like, look, okay, if you're trying, if your New Year's resolution is the same thing every year, then you need to stop doing that and go try this. <laughs> no, 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 that's the, that's the objective. Like if it's always the same thing, it just means you're getting closer to reaching that goal. Like, I mean, that's what I choose Stop to be. This. That's what that is. <laughs> so, 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 Tim, you, you said you have things that, that you're going to do anyway. Anything mm -hmm. you wanted to share that yet? Any plans you have or things you're looking to accomplish that maybe aren't resolutions, but you know? Oh, you know, just I mean, the typical things. You know, um, you know, raising my children correctly and playing video games. That's it. <laughs> All right. Did All you right. get any new games for Christmas? Man, my family. No, they don't support. <laughs> they don't support. Did you? Get they don't support my habit. I mean, you're also you're grown. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get it for you. Get it for yourself. 
Uh, because no. literally I downloaded <laughs> Elden Ring. I thought I had purchased it. Then when I fin- found out that I didn't buy it, I was like, oh, good. And then I was like, I shouldn't buy this. No, it was on sale. Uh, it was on sale. And I was like, I shouldn't buy this. So I didn't buy it, didn't buy it. And then Chris was like, I bought it because I was on sale. <laughs> I and I was it like, got damn me. it. Like it was on sale for what, like twenty days or yep. something, right? And every day yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna do it. And then the yep. last day was like five hours left. I was like, uh, oh. uh, and I was up late. It was like one a.m. You know, you know, you're not thinking straight. Yeah, you that ain't. No, nope. that's how they get you. I was like, yep. Oh, this is a great. Let me just get this. I was like, a click, and then just download. And it's so easy these days. You don't gotta go anywhere. You just yeah, click yeah. the button. Yeah, it's it's not true. a couch. Did slippers. you get it on Steam? No, I got it on the uh, Xbox. Yeah, my, my Steam. You you know my computer. I can't. There's there's no because I wasn't sure if Steam was on Xbox. Actually, I probably should have researched that. <laughs> Nate, did you just say is Steam on Xbox? Yes, yeah, because that. Xbox is like a very is very computer. Nate, it's a computer. That's what it is. Wait, is it cross platform? Because you an Elden Ring, you can um. I know you can have like people join you for like yeah. boss battle. I'm not sure. I didn't check that. So mm. we have to see. Wow. But yeah. Look, well, <laughs> chop that All up right. to me not knowing, you know. <laughs> I will. I'll berate you later after we record this. Not to waste our time. All right, Steve, any uh, goals or plans or resolutions for the year? Uh, well, I always tell my team to if we, if we start strong, we can end strong. So I okay. try to just encourage um for us to kind of think what what does that mean i think um that means to not put off the things that you need to do um so like obviously like what what tim was saying uh, i don't know if i like the thought of can doing something over and over if and expecting the results to change per se but i definitely think that especially if you keep failing but i, I think that you you shouldn't give up on things that are really important and so that's your opportunity to start strong is to put that thing in the right place priority wise and so obviously um you know connecting with the folks that uh you need to you know connect with or do some of the things some of the tasks that you've been putting off to kind of get that done early so that um you can uh, start the year strong so i i say that to my team and i, I think about that myself so I'm not sure if you can fail in that per se but unless you just don't do it at all but i, I do keep that in mind does your team how does your team respond to that they're like, yeah. Do they say BS? Good. No. <laughs> or do they be like, no? Like, yeah, no, sure. I think I think it sounds good. Uh, what are you going to argue about? What do you want right, to start yeah. the year week? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you want to just give up right out the beginning of the year? They're like, start strong. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. whack. Look, <laughs> if, you, if you ain't got no expectations. <laughs> no, I expect. No, I, I have right. some expectations. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, How about you, Nate? I got, um, no, I'm just really working on my, my, on my, uh, mental, I'm doing mental work, like working mental on my, work. I got you. yeah. I got so, you. cause I already got the job that I, uh, have been wanting for the past like five years, you know, and, um, it's, it's progressing, um, actually pretty rapidly to be honest. Um, which makes me wonder like what was happening later but i found out that i fell into this um i fell into this group that is just starting off and i was like that is exactly i thought it was like a well-established thing and they're like no we just starting off and we need 
to get the ball rolling. And I'm like that I'm your man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's so yeah, so I already got that going. I'm just working on um mint you know, working on the bar cuz I was I, t- I was telling Liam this morning and I said I was half sleep, half awake yesterday last night and I just kept thinking to myself, uh humans spend so much time attacking other humans rather than um and that's like part that's like 90% of the fun that they have online you know it's like making mm-hmm. memes of other hum- people you know attacking them and stuff like that and i was like when they actually could be i feel like the brain is much more powerful than we actually use it for and i'm just like they could be like we r- literally could be living in the jetsons or something you know you know back to the future or something like that but we're just so focused on being mean to each other you know like it's kind of weird like that's what that's what we use our brain power for you know tearing other people down so i'm working on figuring out how much my brain can do and i'm pretty i'm convinced it can do a lot more than i currently can so i like it i like it yeah yeah i think similarly you know you're speaking about how you kind of got the job you wanted you know last year i didn't have i didn't have a like a solid like planet resolution but i had kind of a i had kind of a salary target in my mind hmm. and i had kind of a a role i wanted to be in in my mind by the end of last year yeah. and those things did happen so you know i was like oh like it, it i really did it because you yeah. know i i didn't do a whole lot of things differently but i guess i was just kind of open to seeing um opportunities and kind of taking them and kind of in some ways kind of just being different in certain conversations Right. Yeah. When something came yeah. up for a promotion, like I was like, well, like I've been talking this to you for the last few months. I yeah. can do it. You know, so and that <laughs> yeah. kind of led to other things. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, that was last year. This this coming year, I'm really just, you know, we talked about this at the family. I'm looking at just being more intentional about everything. Yeah. Just kind of living more on purpose. Um, yeah. I don't have any specific goals, but it's more just about living on like just living on purpose. And one thing I had a very silly example, but I was like, you know, very often I'll come home from work. And I'll be on my phone and I'll play some dumb like click game or something on my phone for like three or four hours, sitting on the couch, yeah. something's on TV, and I'm mm-hmm. playing some stupid game for four hours, right? And mm-hmm. I go to bed, right? Um, I mean, I pass the time, but yeah. that's not really enjoyable. Like like of late, like again, Elden Ring, like I started playing um this, this Final Fantasy game, Crisis Core. Yeah. Like I'm playing an actual game, like focused on that game for a few hours in the mm-hmm. evening. And it's just, it's so different, right? Like, okay, I only, I'm playing two hours, but I'm playing this game, not also on my phone, not also watching something, yeah. but I'm intentionally enjoying this game for yep. these two hours and something that still makes my mind versus yeah. just zoning out on my phone and doing stuff for a few hours, you know? So that's yep. a simple example, but like, I'm trying to do more of that just at work and with spending time with family and just, you know, not just waking up and just living and then doing it again the next day. Yeah, really trying to do like more stuff on purpose. Being I, in the moment. I really like. Yeah. I, I, what'd you say? Living in the moment. You said being in the moment instead of just. I've 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 been I've been in that in that mindset too, so I can understand that. Like I I do really I agree and actually it's funny because that you say that because I had this, like I I decided this um this previous year, um that I wasn't just gonna be letting it happen. Like I was like, I'm going to direct this as much as I can. I'm going to intentionally 
make these decisions and 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 do these things and it it worked i mean yeah because yeah you can this is also why i stopped watching tv um because i felt like i was just passing so much time letting my brain not do anything and my brain just really has to be doing stuff you know so i totally understand that that's nice cool Cool, cool, cool. Well, on to our topic du jour today. Yes. Ooh, so, look at him bringing out the French. Hey, hey, hey. I, I know. I know. Un poquito French. <laughs> Not French, but okay. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> Is that not French? <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> right. Well, you know, we're, we're in the new year. When this comes out, it'll be probably not February, but close to February, which in the U.S. is Black History Month. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so uh, in that vein, we're going to try to have a few things, you know, to kind of, you know, celebrate the month, bring us some education. And in that vein, Nate brought a topic to us about a woman named Claudette Colvin, yeah, yeah. Um, who did some things that might sound similar to someone else we might know named Rosa Parks. So, Nate, first of all, I guess I'm curious, you know, how did you hear about Claudette Colvin? Because I actually hadn't really heard about her before. Not, that, yeah, I don't, I'm not big on history. But how did you hear about her, and what what kind of made it interesting to you to even talk about that? Yeah, no, I, I'm not I'm not big on history either, uh, and I didn't know about her either. So look, we're all in the same boat. Uh, wait, did you all hear about her? Have you? Did you all know? No, that don't tell. Yeah, see, no, shaking heads everywhere. So, yeah, right. So like, I heard about it because so this job that I have is a. a um, accountability and change management. So that's my position or, or that's the team that I'm in. Right. And, or sorry, adaptability, who am I talking about? Adaptability and change management. <laughs> and the, the manager of the team in Paris, she did a, she did a five episode, like five step episode to change management in the business. And then in like her third episode, which is only available in, in it's in it's an internal document, right? Excuse me. But she brought up the um, sorry, just a minute. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> she brought up. Uh, she started talking about uh, you know um, the civil rights movement in in America. And uh, she she linked that to um, to change management, right? Um, and so, like her first question on this video was, "Do you know this person who was um, this, this? It was a woman during the civil, or like in in America, who refused to. She was black, and she refused to give up her seat to a white person." Um, and she was like, and I, she was like, I hope you don't know, but, um, because otherwise it would ruin the surprise. She was like, but I'm thinking that most of you guys are going to say Rosa Parks. And I was like, yes, cause that's what I say. <laughs> and she was like, it wasn't, it was Claudette Coven. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> learned it by a French person. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I found out about it or her, sorry, but the whole situation. So I didn't know about her. Tim, uh, you question. didn't know. I yes, got a question. Dude. You know, I'm always, I, I feel like I'm the odd one out here. 
<laughs> is is Claudette the first? Well, right. we don't know if she was the first first. Like, so, there's right, always. So, uh, yeah, okay. I, I mean, okay. I, I guess that's one. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's probably part of the discussion today, right? Is you know, for first of all, what did Claudette Colvin do, Nate? Yeah. So apparently, she did basically the same thing that um, Rosa Parks did, or that Rosa Parks is known for, which is she sat down on a bus. I think it was a bus. Yeah. And, um, back then, like they were, the black people were supposed to sit in the back of the bus. Um, and then if there were no more seats for the white people, black people had a seat, the white black people would have to stand up and give the seat to the white person. Something similar to what you would do for an elderly person, but this was just like highly racist. Uh, not ageist. <laughs> so that's what, uh, and she refused to do it. There's stories about well, like exactly what happened, um, but it's, ve- it's a very similar story to what we know uh, as Rosa Parks. I think Rosa Parks is younger than her or was was younger than her, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Claudette, when this happened, it says she was 15. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I don't know what their age difference is, is what I'm saying. But I see. I yeah. See. I see. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So that's what happened. That's basically the same thing that happened with Rosa Parks. It happened with her. But this happened before Rosa Parks, the, the situation with Rosa Parks, basically. Is that what you was asking <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so it, it looked like it happened about nine months before yeah rosa parks so what why do you guys think we didn't know about claudette colvin yeah like why aren't we taught about it oh, like none that. of y'all knew none of y'all knew and most black people that i have talked to since i figured it out didn't know so why do y'all think that is I, I think idea. it probably had more so to do with media and, and the repercussions of what happened afterward. Like I said earlier, I, I questioned, is she the first? I, I don't know if I remember her people saying she's the first, but I think that what she did led to a boycott. And the people that this happened to before that, it may have not led to anything. It may have led to them being arrested and then they got out and then that was the end of it. Right. So I, I think the significance in my impression is that it's what happened after she did this that makes this something worth mem- being memorable or why we may have heard about it. Yeah, I agree. A lot of it's just about focus. But to, to your point, I, 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 we're, we're calling this, you know, the first Rosa Parks, right? In, in quotes, but really what we're saying is it's just someone before Rosa Parks. And I think, you know, in American culture, even though I think we would all agree, obviously Rosa Parks wasn't the first one. I think she's portrayed as that, right? Like right. The, the mythology of the story is, oh, she the first person to refuse to do it. You know what I mean? And whereas, you know, I can't imagine she's the only person that ever refused to get up. Right. Get first, right. You know what I mean? Like it just sometimes things happen and things converge, right? To your point, Steve, media comes in. They happen to pick up this particular one in that particular area while other things are also happening. And then, you know, it goes to court. They have to pick up that particular case. And then it kind of becomes a thing, right? Whereas other times it just simply didn't happen maybe at the exact right time or get the right audience to to listen. Um, I mean, you think about things that happen, you know, even here in Baltimore, um, 
I'm not sure how much you guys knew about, about Freddie Gray here, but he was in the back of a of a police van and um died Wait. back there yeah. mysteriously. R- um when? Uh, this was a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say recently because yeah, I recently I was like, okay. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about that. Um yeah, recently and then you know the day of the verdict, there was just a lot of chaos here, um, riding the streets. Yeah. And someone may ask, well, you're like, why this one? When we know, we know for a fact, he's not the first black man to die in police custody, right? Right, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then the people get to <laughs> go away free, thing. right? Like, why you guys get so mad about this one, right? And I don't think it's necessarily about, oh, like, this one is specifically significant. I think it's just sometimes the environment of a culture that, you know, enough things have happened that sometimes it's, it's going to just be kind of that last little pebble. Right. It's just mm-hmm. you've been putting pebbles on pebbles on and, you know, it's an irritant. But then that last pebble like tips the scale. Right. And then, you know, something happens and it's and it's known and it's kind of has a, a more broad, um, I guess, appeal. Is that what you believe, Tim? Because you were saying something, but the. <laughs> For those of you that can't see, Tim is now laughing. He'll be back shortly. <laughs> what i was gonna say was that um i I can't for some reason i can't remember the name of it right now it's it's escaping me but i thought rosa parks was a part of an organization naacp Um, naacp thank you and so that Mm -hmm. brought the media and then it goes into everything you guys were saying you know that's why you know how the media likes to say, "Oh, the first, because everything yeah. has to be the first to make it exciting. Now, was she when she sat when she didn't get up, or well, was that after? I don't even know if that really matters. Well, okay, it so let me tell y'all what the um, what the um, going theory is. <laughs> the going theory. I'm not saying it's true or not. I'm just saying what everyone's going by. So my um, the manager of the team that I'm in, her name is Safia by the way, in uh, Insight, um, she was explaining, so I just went and did some research after it, but um, um, the explanation is that Claudette had gotten pregnant, right? So I'm sorry, she was, so when she refused to give up her seat, she was pregnant with a married man's, another married man's um, child, right? So because they were already, uh, I guess the NAACP speaking of, again, this is just the going theory. I'm not saying it's true or not, um, but the NAACP was looking to apparently push, help push the civil rights. And um, they, they did approach Claudette for um, sponsorship, right? But when they found out that she was pregnant with a married man's child, they were like, well, this is going to make us look bad, um, you know, publicly. So the the idea was that they helped her anyway. They helped her with her child and uh, and stuff like that. But they made the they kind of made the situation hush hush, you know, because they didn't want this to be kind of the, the the picture, I guess, of what they were going for. So that's the idea. So when they found Rosa Parks, who didn't have all of these, 
this baggage or whatever. Um, they were, they, 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 I don't know if they ever said she was the first one. I don't think that they ever said that, but they might have, but I don't recall them saying that she was the first one, but she was the one that they picked the whole movement picked as a representative, as a sponsor for, um, yeah. And again, the idea is Martin Luther King wasn't the first, but this is also something that is questionable for me too, because they were like, okay, so Claudette had a, uh, a married man's child, but we all know what happened with Martin Luther King. Like we all know Martin Luther King had some illegitimate children, right? So like, why was there, why did they choose Martin Luther King? Yeah, he was eloquent and stuff, but he still had this baggage as well. I don't know if he had it at the time, but it seems according to reports, he did have this baggage at I mean, the time. part of it is just because he's a man. Right. Like I, like that that's gonna be like just just if, if you know how the media is gonna attack this unwed young yeah. black woman, like it was just gonna be a circus, right? Even even if even if even if it wasn't about, oh, we don't think she's a good representative, it could it could have just been, hey, look, like this is just gonna be a circus distraction. They're just gonna tear her down in the media and we also won't get anywhere. You uh, know Another thing ahead, could be the fact that I mean if she if she was pregnant, she was fifteen. Let's not forget that nineteen was fifty five. She was fifteen and pregnant with a married person's a married person's uh, child. So she was a minor. Yeah. If they would have brought her to the media, it would have just destroyed her. It would destroy that person she she had got pregnant by for impregnating a minor. So let's not. I think some about. I mean, I think back then fifteen isn't like yeah, how fifteen think... is now. Yeah, I don't think it was. You know, that. like I, I, I think it, it, it was still not like, oh, this is a joyous, great thing. But I don't think fifteen pregnant back then. Fifteen and married, and pregnant, pregnant wasn't an issue. I bet, but fifteen and not married is a totally different thing. I think so too. I think fifteen by a married man. I think that sounds real suspicious right. to me. It sounds suspicious. I don't know. Let me see. Let me let me see if I can find this. What is the um, legal age of consent in yeah, Alabama? Age in of consent in Alabama. <laughs> Good luck. Wait, Good luck. I would just go look for the age of consent in Alabama first of all. So it's actually actually already only sixteen, right now. Now, currently, so we don't know. Let me see. In nineteen, let me type it. In nineteen fifty-five. I'm not saying again it wasn't an issue because she's fifteen. I'm just saying I think it was less of an issue then than it would be now yeah i, I and i wonder who that i really feel was. like i think they did they know i didn't i, I can't remember if they had stated or teacher see this is this is exactly why they didn't take up the case we're asking who the guy was who cares who it yeah. was? <laughs> like this i know what to do with any of this right that's true <laughs> like, no, no no okay so right like here, let me explain myself about this. when i say that what i'm asking about the guy i'm saying because it's, it's about the whole overarching situation i'm not asking about like he's the only most he's the most important person in this situation i'm saying like the whole overarching issue she's 15 and keep in mind, we don't know where in her year of 15 she was at. She could have gotten pregnant 14, right before she turned 15. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So we don't know where in this arc of 15 she was at. 
I'm just saying the situation just like you just look sketchy. Like like Chris, I mean, like Steve said, looks sketchy all the way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it just goes to all this conversation to the point of it would have been a distraction to the goal right. of championing this person to advance civil rights, right? Like all this other stuff is just going to be in the way, right? And it's going to be difficult to talk about the substantive thing because we're focusing on all this other extra stuff. Right. Um, so I mean, do y'all think that it would have been really a problem if they had just been like, let's just choose her anyway? They would. I, I think it would have been a distraction, and I, I I think they would have they could have destroyed that girl like yeah. just emotionally, right? Just imagine the hateful things that would have been written about her and just put everywhere, you know? Would there ha is there any conceivable world? <laughs> that she still could have been um you know cast as the sponsor in her situation and not been like you know run over, uh, thrown under the bus it, it would have to be a different cultural norms we're looking at traditional u.s culture i think there were certain gender norms and certain expectations then that's why it right in the south i mean that, there's some expectations listen i agree with what, what christian said it, it would have been distraction it would have been an opportunity for someone who didn't want this to get out there right. to sabotage it because now there is these other questions that would be like oh that's true what if we find out this was a biracial baby well then now what or what if we find out that the baby was you know the daddy works for naacp i mean like you said we don't know it, it goes down some wells that we don't is ir irrelevant to for, you know getting treated equally Right or fairly. So you think? So you think that what the NAACP did was a good call? They mitigated risk. Sorry, say it again. They mitigated risk. If you yes. have two people, one has less baggage; the other one has more baggage. Um, and I'm not sure too. What did the parents of this 15-year-old have to say in all this? They may have been part of the reason why they said no. Maybe the girls said no as well. I'm not sure. Other pieces to the puzzle, but. If I had two people to choose and I had Rosa Parks here, clearly that would be less less distraction in in my impression from what I know so far. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, but, like like when you're looking at like a court case or especially a public court case, it isn't simply about like, oh, are we right? You know, right? Like, are, are we on the side of right? It's can we win right in court and can we win like in the court of public opinion? Right? right? Because we're we're trying to trying to do something and if if we think we can't win, then why drag her through all of this just to make a point? You know, even, even though it might not be the most just thing, right? Like if you can't win, you can't win, whether it's, it's just or not. I agree. And I, they would have assassinated her character probably if yes. I could imagine this was now more of a um, moral, they would have brought this into a moral issue. I guarantee, like you said, Nathan, we, or, or Christian, we would not we would not be dealing with the actual issues. I think that's what would happen. Just like in this conversation now, we're trying to figure out who the dad is. They, that yeah. is really irrelevant. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's irrelevant, right? But that's what would, exactly would have happened. They would have they would have crucified her on stuff that had nothing to do with it to stay as far as the topic as they could. And like, I mean, and if, especially if it was an adult, I mean, would they, um, gosh, they, they would, we, her parents, thought about this situation carefully trust me and they said no they they probably said no i don't want her to 
to to to go into the court to get crucified and you know because i don't want her to be a public image to be crucified because that man that would that would have been bad i mean she's 15 in high still and you're gonna put her on 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 the stage and with all those things man i just kind of feel like uh it's not that i don't understand where y'all's coming from uh but i just feel like we we're we cater so much to the um to the emotions of humans rather than actual uh logic we're we are emotional beings but we're supposed to be also logical right um and unfortunately i i just feel like it, it for me this story just brings up all of the issues that humans have just in general like how is it not possible to see you know see i guess if if people were more logical and emotional like the civil rights movement wouldn't have had to exist at all right because you know it takes ill it takes a lack of logic to assume that one uh, the color of a person's skin reduces their intelligence and or uh, value, you know? So I think that that requires a lack of intelligence or the, um, I don't know, like the, it, it requires you to, to intentionally push away knowledge that you actually, wisdom or understanding that you actually have. Like that's, that's how I feel about it. And I feel like the fact that they couldn't bring Claudette to the forefront because of basically what you're saying is emotional, the emotional response that people would have, like you were saying, it's a, it become, they would, it, it's already a moral situation. Then it just become a more uh, moral situation where they, these people feel like they have the right to crucify her and then use that to say, oh, these people aren't serious about, you know, their freedoms and stuff like that. Like, I feel like that is a, uh, I feel like that that is a, like for me, the bigger issue is that we have to cater to these people's purely emotion, emotional side be, um, without really kind of like balancing that. That's, mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm getting from it. And then I don't know, I could be wrong, but it's kind of sad. You know, yeah, it, it's it's not ideal, but you know, I, I you think about even the way we react to even someone asking for money, right? Of us, you know, if they're perceived as you know not responsible, or maybe you know if they look like <clears throat> you know they maybe were on drugs or or whatever we we perceive as something negative about about their character we're less likely to want to help them right just as as a society i'm not saying personally you 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 and you but you 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 can kind of envision that gut reaction to even looking at how we view welfare right the reason a lot of people are against so much of the welfare system is because they view those people as like lazy and just getting pregnant and like you know all this kind of negative stuff that clouds the issue of these people need help right but because we we view them as kind of i don't know 
other or irresponsible or immoral, it's easier than to dismiss their their needs. Yeah, I agree. I agree. People like to separate themselves and and they, they, they it's us and them. And if there's something that we can say that they did to justify why we can help or not help or if they deserve help or whatever, I think that's real unfortunate. But but going back, Nate, to what you were saying, the, the goal for, I can imagine, those who would have tried to push this, their goal is to win, like Christian said. So winning is more important than, or, 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 or squashing this and keeping the peace, quote unquote, is more important than, you know, allowing this to be some type of um, beginning of something much bigger. I think if if this, if people in the South at the time who, you know, were not black, I think if they could have chose to go about this in a way that was less painful, I bet they would have. I bet they would have loved to keep things just the way they were. So I think there's not a lot of motivation for them to want to put anyone up front. So if there's a reason or any type of crack in the story that they can distract us with, I could imagine that would be yeah. the case just because there's just people trying But then to... again, why didn't they do that with Martin Luther King? I mean, I, I think after the fact, I think there was a lot of assassination of his character, but I think to that point, it was a little bit too late. Mm. <laughs> right? Well, give it because he wasn't even he was that's the assumption, right? So we assumed that they didn't have this information before, um, you know, before be, until now, right? But I mean, if they had the this information on Claudette, I'm pretty sure that they would have had that. And I'm pretty sure that when people saw Martin Luther King or women saw Martin Luther King getting all um, popular and stuff, you know how they do. People want a piece of the pie and stuff like that yeah. coming forward. Be like, well, I got his child. Yeah. I get I bet you that's something that happened. Yeah. And they hushed that up real quick. Of course. Yeah, but but I, I think I think it's again back to the male versus. Female. I mean, also that like just and just the culture of unfortunately, like. Christian church, I don't, I don't think it's even specifically a, a black Christian thing, but just how we treat ministers, right? That <laughs> a lot of times we just kind of will overlook and just let them get away with things because they are man of God. They are on this pedestal. They do preach. Man they do, <laughs> right? Like they, they perform this needed function. Yeah. So it's we will just ignore... I mean, and downplay like this other stuff. What he right? did because was needed. that's not important. There were other black. No, they chose him. So there were other black. Um, there were other black. Uh, what do you call those people? <laughs> what do you call those people? Activists. Yeah. Activists. Thank you. <laughs> there are other black activists. They just chose him probably because maybe he was eloquent. And yeah, maybe he was a pastor or something like that. But then they chose the amount of effort that they're going to put into hiding his past um, so that they can make it seem, you know, I, they, think, I mean, it's the same thing that they could have done the same thing to Claudette. They could have. Well, if they I, wanted I to that. hide her past. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. That. So here's the thing. I, here, OK, so the difference is between. Like uh, Martin Luther King and Claudette. OK, I would say this when Martin Luther King started getting up on 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 his public um soapbox i'll say it that way okay um i don't think i'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to yeah i know i was thinking i know what you meant yeah 
his stage. Okay? I, I know what you meant. His stage when he's getting in the public in the public eye, the public stage. A lot of the things that um, we know now about him was I don't, I don't think it was actually known. All okay? right, you no, know that's my point. The point is, I'm pretty sure. But that I don't they think. But when him. I say that, the, I don't when it was when I say that it wasn't known. I don't think he was actually doing that because you know I think it's kind of like what, what Chris was saying. You know, when people start getting known, you know, the opportunities come up. You know, no, that's what I said. And I said, he, he got so, known. And so I'm pretty sure baby's was mama's was coming out of the before. woodwork being like, look, at, I got his child. Yeah, but she was pregnant yeah, I, before. So they had, they, they, and they were pregnant before. Oh, we don't know, actually. But say, know. Wait, <laughs> wait, they, were you saying he had people pregnant before we knew who Martin Luther King was? Sorry, say that again. Are you saying Martin Luther King had people pregnant before we knew who he was? Before he became a big thing, yeah. That's listen. That's what people are saying. Uh, I thought it was during. Know. That's what's been said. I thought it, it was. Been, oh, I, it I mean, for, yeah. I mean, for for me, the the difference between him and Claudette would be Claudette was a person that this was kind of put upon. It could be used as a tool to advance something. Martin Luther King was someone out there speaking and like charismatically gathering an audience and a following right. right so like she would she was someone that they had to choose to go and and pick and like fight for yes he was out there gathering followers and well, people came along with him as he me, was kind of let me interrupt you there the right? the theory is that the NAACP needed um like a sponsor and a face for what they were planning on doing right so the sponsor was Rosa Parks and then the face was Martin Luther King. So um, when it comes to like uh, change manage management, right? So you have a project that you're trying to roll out, right? Um, and you need somebody to like to, to have initiated this process, right? which would have been Rosa Parks. Like the idea is that this is what started it off. So this is what they were going, this was like their springboard, Rosa Parks and what she did, right? It was just one event that she did, but it was their springboard that they used to push their agenda, right? And then after that, they needed somebody to be the face of their, their event, their agenda, which is where Martin Luther, Martin Luther King came in. So as far as the these two people are concerned, the NAACP used both of them. They just used them in, in different ways. Like they wanted, not saying that it was a bad thing that they did, mm -hmm. not at all. I'm just saying this is what the positions, this is the theory of what the positions were. They wanted to do this. They were looking for people. They were looking for how to do it. When uh, Claudette did it, maybe someone else did it before but when Claudette did it they went to see if she would be interested then they found out her history and they were like no nah. and then Rosa Parks did it a few there is a difference also between uh, Claudette and Rosa Parks I I guess um because both of them apparently were very involved in the uh, civil rights movement um apparently but Rosa Parks maybe more so and she already had a connection maybe with the NAACP if I'm not mistaken I could be yeah, wrong she, she was a that. secretary for like her local chapter I believe yeah okay yeah so anyways like that was that was a um that that might have been one of the like the 
bigger differences, I, I, I suppose. But in any case, like that's that's the theory of how this all came to be. They were both being used. Uh, they both accepted themselves to be used by for this this movement. Excuse me. Deep in thought, Steve. What are you thinking? Well, I don't I don't know if I like you saying they were used. I think they they were they collaborated. That's probably a better word. Or, or they they um, participated. They got invited and then they um, collaborated. To use sounds like they're being exploited against their will or like they didn't have a choice in the matter. Well, they weren't okay. Yeah, I understand. But the reason why I use those that verbiage is to um, explain the difference. You know, because Chris was talking about how Martin Luther King, you know, was kind of up there preaching and stuff like that. Uh, and then Rosa Parks was the side, kind of the side noter or something to that effect. And I was just saying, no, they were both on the same level. They're both not on the same level, but they were both, they were both chosen for the same project, right? And they both accepted, right? So they were both chosen for the same project. They just had different positions is basically what I was saying. So it's not about Martin Luther King being more important. If Martin Luther King wouldn't have been as effective is the theory if Rosa Parks, if they hadn't pushed so hard on the Rosa Parks story, like that was the, like I said, that was their, their springboard. Right. And then the Rosa Parks story wouldn't have gotten as much traction as it did if it hadn't have been for, um, you know, Martin Luther King and what he was doing. Right. So they went hand in hand. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, it's not that I don't, I'm not saying that they're pawns. I was just saying they're in the same position, different positions, but for the same, you know, not one was important, more important than the other. Yeah. we got to watch our words like me and my soapbox. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't oppose the word used, you know, I, but I do understand what Steve is talking about, about exploit. I don't think that at least we don't know, but it doesn't seem like they were exploited. They wanted to be there, especially here in Martin Luther King's uh, Jr.'s, um, uh, you know, speeches. Like, you know, you can't BS that. So, <laughs> for the most part, so right. Yeah, and my my point with that was more around like Rosa Parks' involvement was more passive, where he was Martin Luther King was was more active in, in that he his speaking was impressing upon people in a, in a way that her action didn't does that make sense i'm not sure if, if that's making any, any, any sense like well he did do more active uh engagement like he, publicly he, he, yeah he he, 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 had, he had a personal following because of his speaking right because of his personality Mm -hmm. Right. Like he, like people were following him personally, like following mm -hmm. him. Right. Yeah. As opposed to no, the parts didn't have like the same type of a following. No, but she had right. the effect. So she right, was yeah. because of, because of what she did, you know, you had all those sit-ins, you know, oh, in sure. the cafes and stuff like that. So, um, it's not going to be, you're, you're not going to be able to quantify it in the same level. You can't say, uh, you know, he had all of these, or Martin Luther King had all these followings because he was a, a charismatic uh, preacher. She might not have been a charismatic preacher, but she did one simple gesture, which was very, um, what do you call it? Um, 
which is very, uh, for lack of a better word, powerful, that motivated other people to be like, yeah, man, look, we're going to stand up for ourselves, you know, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. My, my point really is just that his charismatic nature is why he was excused for his other behaviors. <laughs> really, right? The whole point was, hey, him being a charismatic <laughs> preacher is mm -hmm. why they were like, this other stuff, we'll let it slide because he's a charismatic preacher. And I think yeah, we do that with maybe. a lot of charismatic preachers, not just yeah. That that's something we talk about in in project or sorry yeah in in transformation uh, enterprise business transformation like when you get people who are charismatic um, and they feel like that's all they need to rely on in order to get things done and it is not <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but it is something that people people look past a lot of stuff if you're charismatic so it's probably true too we all know got it what you think is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything else to add. I think that uh, kind of sums it up. I think uh, clearly what actually happened was effective. And, uh, and I think we've already think established. Do you think it could have been more effective? Do you think, uh, because listen, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, this is probably not something that y'all agree with, but I feel like, um, uh, like the civil rights movement just kind of like fizzled out. Right. Um, to the point where black people now in America are just kind of like sitting there. So we had the whole black lives movement thing, black, black lives matter movement, you know? Um, but I feel like it's not, I don't feel like we're as united as they were back then, you know? So like, do you think it could have been a little bit more effective or ran a little bit longer than after Martin Luther King uh, Jr. passed? So it's, I, I would say this. So is it, it being more effective or us being more united. I don't think, I, I think, I think we're looking at African-Americans being united through a specific lens. And back then, when you look at that, yeah, it's going to look like we was all united, but I, I think it's more like how it is now, you know, where we, we agree. Dude, they on had a, marches. Yeah. We, we've had marches. We, but, you know, we agree on certain things when you look. So when you look, when you look at history and you're looking through a specific lens, okay, you're going to see the marches and you're going to see all these people gathered and your mind's going to say all the African-Americans are there. Okay. But that's not exactly true. Just like, I mean, look at what happened now. Like you said, black lives matter. Okay. All the African-Americans you ever known was not out there marching. They might have agreed with it. It ain't about all the African. Like they, 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 they literally had a march called the Million Man March. When yep. is the last time you heard of a march with black folks like that? Or nineties? Prayed. Let me tell you. So you all know uh, what's his name, Dave Chappelle, right? Mm -hmm. So he did this. Um, he did this uh, stand up on um, Netflix that it was it was a heated topic, but mm -hmm. for other reasons. <laughs> for other reasons but um in that he was talking about like the lgbt community right mm -hmm. and he was like how do we know i mean um he's like had i known that all it took to get the attention of these people was to put on some uh some booty tight shorts and stuff there like that and march in the street we would have done it but black people black folk black people should have like a parade or something like that. We got a month and what do we do with it? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I, there's no, I don't feel like there's any 
any cooperation or anything like that. There's no, we lost it after the activist kind of, you know, passed away or whatever. I, don't, I think, yeah, I think, I, I, I think there's, there's a lot of things going on. Right. Yeah. One I think is the, the more you, you stand out, the more difficult it is to assimilate and fit in. Right. And so to, to the degree that, that people want to, be a part of the American culture, right? And be a part of it, right? That means less of me constantly telling you how we're different in a way, right? Um, I think also now versus then, I think just from a socioeconomic perspective, I think there's a lot wider of a span of who's African-American and where they are in society. And, and who and what they identify with, um, whether it be, you know, less less church going, which a lot of that was helped kind of undergird that, right? But like, that's that's less, right? Institutions are, are breaking down just overall. Um, so I think there's, there's, there's more individualism, just period, in the country. Um, and I think, you know, having this united African-American um, identity is more difficult now because... There's so many kind of sub pockets and subcultures and ways that we align that are in addition to that. I don't know. I, I mean, that could be. I I don't uh, know. Uh, well, I, I want to go back to Nate and challenge something. So I, I, the reason I say effective because I, I think I'm I am viewing it through a, a certain lens of of what was the goal. I, I think the goal was for them to get rid of the Jim Crow laws. I think that's what was defining them, forcing them to sit in the back of a bus, or affected them on voting. It affected mm -hmm. a number of things that it was a life lifestyle and it was institutional. Um, and so I think a lot of that was accomplished. And so once that was accomplished, I think we need to reassess, okay, so what is the goal now? And you compare that to the Black Lives Matter. I'm not exactly sure what the goal was of, of some of that. I think they used a trendy term that it, it seems obvious, but I'm not sure if what the words say is really connected to how they would measure success because um i don't know i'm curious and i'm skeptical yeah that, I, I think a lot of it now that the goal is like to change attitudes and like hearts right. right but like like a lot a lot of the overt stuff was like resolved right but now it's all this stuff that's either it's no one doing it but it's just ingrained in like the way things are built or it's yeah, just people like like you know unknown biases that are affecting things right and so to fight against those things is so much more, I think, nebulous than, hey, strike down these five laws, right? Or, or, or these policies, and then we get that done versus, hey, man, people, people are subconsciously treating us differently, right? Because of this stuff, let's right. fix it, right? And it's like- No, well, there, there is um, like subconscious, to, you know, issues, but there are also still, things that are very well and great. Like, you know, they were, uh, I was reading about the, the kind of um, computer algorithm that unintentionally, quote unquote, unintentionally targets black people in the D, the department, the DSHS, Department of Social and Health Services, you know, mm -hmm. sort of thing. Those type of things, they can be reg regulated, you know, they're not being regulated. It's, it's a, it's a, I think it's really a question of getting together, going in there and being like, look, we need to fix these things. Otherwise the problem is going to con continuously or persist. It's going to 
persist. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I asked if it could have been more effective, uh, Steve, is not because, yes, you're right, the objective, their objective was to um, get rid of the uh, Jim Crow laws and to sign the whatever that document that JFK uh, had um, was supposed to be signing. I'm, I'm very bad with history, so um, <laughs> he was supposed to be signing some document to get rid of these uh, these types of um, these types of laws, um, and they they got it. But then the question is, yeah, so they reached that goal. Could ha- could it have been a further reaching goal? Could they have gone farther? And if not the NAACP, which still exists today, so I, I feel like they still should have some sort of you know, mission, um, can, should they have, should, should they be going, should, should they have gone further, you know, or should somebody be going further? Because I, I agree with you, Steve, I, I don't know what the BLM, uh, movement is really doing. I know, I vaguely remember how it started. Um, I know it is the idea of getting, I mean, it's the it's in the name, you know, Black Lives Stop Killing Our Black People because Black Lives, you know, matter sort of thing. Um, but I feel like it hasn't been as effective maybe as the uh, civil rights movement because, and maybe because they, it's because they don't have a goal or a mission or they're not united. I don't know. Well, yeah, but I, I just mean, feel it's, like it's I, also not like an official organization. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not so much a movement as it is kind of a. It's almost more of a rallying cry. Like it's it, there's there's no like official like Black Lives Matter movement. So if someone's like, yeah, Black Lives Matter did this, that doesn't even make any sense because it's not a it's not a thing, right? There's it could like, be some, though. Some, some, people, wow. some people identify with it, but it's but th- because it's not. It's more something to help people remember something versus this is a a set of like ideologies and goals and like things that we have, right? Which is why it's. It's hard to compare because it's not even it's not even no, it's thing. not on the same level i, right? I, I agree I, but it could be this is the point that's my that's my question couldn't it have been more effective more efficient more could it have no. had a farther reaching vision because you know getting rid they had to have known getting rid of these jim crow laws would you know i mean if they knew if they saw what happened when they abolished slavery right they abolished slavery, but they still treated you like S, you know, then you got to know that should have you thinking, okay, well, you know, just getting rid of laws isn't going to be enough. Right. So that might've been the first step. That's what I would have considered. I'd be like, this is a step and step process, you know? So that might've been the first step. And then I'd be like, then we got to start infiltrating organizations, governments, stuff like that, putting people in there who are going to actually make a difference. I don't see any of that happening. I mean, I, I, I guess I could do it myself, but I'm not like politically inclined. Plus I don't live in the U S anymore. So like, you know, <laughs> I came somewhere where black people are appreciated. So. <laughs> but anyways, like, that's how I feel about it. I, I felt like that for a very, very long time. So I think we may have a topic for another day. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, folks, we've discussed our friend Claudette Colvin today. Hope people learn something. They can go research some more about her story, what she was into. And just remember that, you know, just because, you know, we mentioned these five names during Black History Month, that wasn't everybody. No. That, that wasn't the whole story. It wasn't everything, right? A lot, a lot was going on. A lot is going on. 
Um, and so it's up to us to kind of make sure we're aware, we're learning and kind of keeping the, the flame. Yeah. Going, and so. And uh, feel free to correct us because we don't have all the, <laughs> we don't have You don't know the name of the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is unofficial opinions mostly. <laughs> right. We'll give a so, little bit of facts here and there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, folks, we'll close this out. Anything you guys want to promote that you guys are up to? I know, Nate, you were talking about your uh, reaction videos. Yeah. Where, where can folks find, find, find that? those things out they yeah want to see um because youtube is supposed to be like setting up this new um name i suppose but i haven't gotten it yet unless i'm just not understanding so you can't really you you can look for so at drakeon d-r-a-k-e-o-n uh m-a-l-k-e-o-r malkior i don't even know how to pronounce it i just came up with a name That's so yeah <laughs> It's one of my gaming names. But <laughs> <laughs> you can find me there on uh, YouTube. So it's only on YouTube uh, making reaction videos. I just posted one so far to see how the process goes. And I figured figured it out and, and they accepted it. So or they didn't, you know, they didn't deny it. So it's it's posted up there. I'm, I'm, I really like it. So feel free to watch it and then, you know, um, comment like and subscribe and comment so i'll be putting up more now that i know how the process works so yeah sweet sweet how about you steve anything you you want to put out into the ether uh not not much um i think these types of conversations need to be uh continual i think this is what stirs and inspires young folks who may see something that needs to be changed and then something can build from there um that we all can kind of um participate we can all kind of join in and I think that's uh, maybe the, the takeaway here is we, we, we looked at a story of something of a group of people who needed they saw something that needed to be changed and they tried to be strategic in how they went about that change. And uh, and I guess that left us with some questions of maybe why. Why did they go this route versus that route? So it's very interesting. Absolutely. How about you, Tim? Um, it's a lot of a lot of like what Steve said, you know, this conversation needs to be needs to continue. Um, and and kind of what we was saying where you know we're not going to be able to talk about everybody and the fact that black history is just a month is kind of absurd but whatever because it's really just it's really american history you know yeah so, it's, a, it's not even just america it's a month but like a month of what <laughs> yeah you know? but a, it's like, a month that what are we doing we can't you know? we can't cover everything in a month so you know that's true but i mean like where, where who was having a black history month you know like who who's talking about it's, this it's, like it's up to us you know it's, it's up yep. to us it's, it's up to what like what what are we doing like i don't right. i don't do anything personally so you no, know hey not going out there uh, listen we did this podcast okay yeah, I, and I we gonna, gonna do say, some hey, more <laughs> what we're doing is trying to focus on that this month so hey yeah we, we're doing our part we're done <laughs> check it off the that list is, Hey, okay, if they don't get that, if don't get that by my soapbox. <laughs> like, uh, we did a podcast about it, so what are you guys mad about? <laughs> get off our back. Uh, <laughs> but Oh my goodness, what about you, Chris? Oh, go ahead, Tim. Oh, I was going to say, if people want to ask any more questions or they have, they want to bring up any more topics, I would say go ahead. They should, they should go ahead and hit into the comments. We should. Respond. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. 
So we will respond. We, will we respond. should respond. Yeah. Look at him. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, we will. We, we do read them. Yeah, I've got nothing to promote on my side in a, other than just kind of this podcast. We'll see as the year goes on if any other ventures pop up. But yeah, for right now, just, you know, if you want to find me, come to our socials. Uh, yeah. Remember, we are unofficially opinionated. So like and subscribe on YouTube. We are on there. These are all posted there. Um, if you're the podcasting type, you know, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we're on kind of all the major apps. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, all that fun stuff. Um, oh, Anchor.fm uh, backslash unofficially opinionated. It has all our links there. Go find us. We're all also on all the socials. So we're not super active on there. But if definitely if you want to contact us, you can DM us, message us, uh, comment on there, wherever you want to find us. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, Twitter, Instagram, we're trying to do more reels these days, and also TikTok. So, you know, for the youth, we, we, we are there as well. So the, yeah. come <laughs> find youths. us, and uh, we hope to see you on there. Again, thanks, Nate, for all your hard work doing the video editing and audio editing. That is that is his baby. He does that. So yes, it's I great. Do. It's, it's all him. I'm trying it's to get better great. and better. <laughs> it's not great. It's a computer issue. So <laughs> don't, don't blame Nate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to... Uh, a guy named Jaden Moore, my son, who does our music. So we're going to try to put some more of that on the reels as well coming up this year. So stay tuned for that. But uh, he's out yeah. there producing that for us. And uh, yeah, thanks again to y'all. And for our thumbnails today. made by the oh, one and yes. only Tim. Our graphic designer. Yes. Tyrus. <laughs> one day I'm, I'm going to get that horn working so I can uh, use that as, as needed. But uh, yeah. <laughs> until then. Until then. All right, folks, thanks for joining us today. It's been fun, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim.